0: Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to The Morning Blitz, right here on 1025. You rock.
1: Continuing to roll along here on a Thursday morning. Glad you're with us on the Morning Blitz. Of course, as always, hit us up on our text line, the number 785-899-2222. 30 degrees outside today, right now, currently on our way to a high of 42. My gosh, we might see Christian in shorts. By the way, are you wearing your um, uh, Hawaiian shirt tonight? I heard rumors that you're going to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Uh,
0: I was was talking to Yancey about the Yancey Walker girls head coach uh and and he's kind of um he's trying to figure out whether it was the student congress or just the students that were promoting it so that i was able to promote it correctly um in terms of whose idea this was so i'm very sorry yancy and i'm sorry to uh whichever of those groups did or did not do it uh but yeah it i've been informed that it is a tropical night uh tonight for colby and um uh, I guess this is a Yancey tradition. He coached in, in Hawaii for a couple of years. I, I think it was three years. So jealous. Um, way back when. And, yeah, he, he's not uh, incredibly fond of the place. You know, had a good experience, but living in Hawaii. So I, he brought back with him a tropical Friday, uh, which <laughs> is he'll, he'll just wear tropical clothes on Fridays. Uh, to school, I've never seen I him guess, coaching that I've never seen him no, coaching that no and he'll he'll take it off and he'll wear his his traditional suit um, and he's he's got quite the repertoire he's got a, a great closet uh, of suits however I have been informed that that will not be the case tonight uh, and uh, I, w- I was invited to join so I'm, I will be proudly wearing uh, some tropical gear though I don't know if I'll look nearly as good in it can't wait coach to see
1: walker. coach walker in that i've only seen him in a suit so that'll be great to see him <laughs> in some nice uh wonderful uh floral attire hopefully there's some lays there i'll take a lay if there's a lay i'll take one i'll wear one of those there you go i'd wear a lay it's a good plan so anyway um <laughs> tropical night you won't tonight. be
0: joining in i've heard I, I, I rumor has it you've got quite the quite i have the a couple of
1: hawaiian things i doubt i'm gonna wear them tonight i, I was actually oh, looking okay. in my closet for my hawaiian shirt <laughs> I, I think it shrunk, or I've gotten too big for it. One of the two. Probably a combination of both, more than likely. <laughs> It'd be a little snug on me, but I guess I could wear it open with the shirt underneath. I could wear it unbuttoned, That's I guess. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Ross. Oh, God. gosh.
0: you up on this so easily.
1: Let's move on. We are we are <laughs> way behind time. It's unbelievable how far we are. we got to make this what? a quick segment. Um I want to start first and foremost a great night last night for for Colby Community College and Northwest Tech Men, both picking up victories. I'm going to start with the Northwest Tech Men first and foremost. Northwest Tech Men, they've won three in a row, back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, conference games. Colby, Independence, and now Pratt last night, 82-73, 28 points off the bench from uh, Keyshawn Miller, who didn't play much in the Colby victory but has really come together in the independence game and now here in this Pratt game. He's one of four guys in double figures. Tayden Connor also eclipsed the 20-point mark with 21 points last night. Charles Fofana got back in double figures with a dozen, but uh, really did a great job. Uh, did did Colby, and think about it, held Pratt to 1 of 10, shooting from 3. Northwest Tech was 7 of 16 from 3. That's a huge difference there uh, when you're able to knock down the outside jumper. Tech men now 7 and 10 overall, 3 and 8 in conference play with that victory. The Colby men, you were there last night to witness this. This was a comeback. They were down at halftime by double digits, 35-24, and then just an absolute stormback led by Maxence Macedia, 25 points last night, six assists, four steals. He is three, one of three guys in double figures as Colby comes all the way back to beat Coffeeville, 72-69. Real quickly, what was the what what happened in the second half that wasn't happening in the first? we seem to have lost Christian here for some reason, I think, or otherwise I'm losing my mind. But I think Christian is unfortunately, uh... <laughs> Christian unfortunately has has left us here. I don't know why he's, oh, he has to, we'll see if he can get us refreshed. We'll get him back on here in just a minute. Nonetheless, Christian was there to watch this game last night. And uh, I was, uh, I I don't know, I guess I was more impressed just once again by the play of, the play last night of of the uh of the Trojans they came just storming back. I was so impressed with them. Once again down 35-24 at halftime, uh outscore the Coffeeville Ravens 48-34 in the second half. Um so I was highly impressed. Highly impressed with that. Um in this game, I was very very impressed with that for sure. So Anyway, uh, Christian, hopefully you're back with us. We'll see here. Are you there? I with hope. there you go. Hey, there he is. So what happened last <laughs> night in the Colby Coffeeville game? Let me tell so me what we, happened.
0: Really, they came right out of halftime. Did the Trojans and it was either a seven or a nine zero run. I'm sorry, I don't remember off the top of my head. And they were just electric. They kind of came out um, bats out of you know where and hair on fire. And suddenly it was a game. And basically the entire second half was back and forth. And Big bucket after big bucket by both sides. Credit to the Red Ravens; they stuck in this thing even after said bats out of hell. It was a very, very exciting ball game. If you missed it, uh, I apologize. It was a, a great watch. Maxence Massadia uh, was was back to the the Maxence that we kind of know and love and. 25-6-4 and four steals was electric, and it was kind of all capped off late in this one where he hit uh, an and-1 to tie, and then the free throw gave uh, Colby a one-point lead. They got a stop, came right back down, and with like 40 seconds left, it was kind of one of those Red Ravens decide to play it out because they just need to get the stop. They're only down by one, and then Denico Rucker went right to the cup count it in a foul, and uh, put this one kind of in the books. So great crowd. It was actually a, kind of a medium-sized crowd, not particularly large, but it was one of those I was working PA, so I'm up kind of at the scores table, and he kept looking backwards like there's only this many people here because it was loud in there last night, and they had a lot to cheer for. Finally, it feels like uh, the men put it all together, and they were without – Raphael Nagout-Truart, uh, and they kind of missed him throughout this ball game. his ability to get the cup. You watched it firsthand. He's kind of a slippery guy driving to the rim, and uh, they certainly missed that for stretches of this ball game. but Colby uh, played really well ras- last night, shared the basketball, and uh, it was fun to watch. Uh,
1: must have been a great halftime speech from Coach Tamford that got him to come out <laughs> of the locker room hair on fire, that's for sure. That snapped a six-game losing skid. For Colby Community College, um, their first win since December 2nd when they defeated Independence at home, but they get Coffeyville by 3. They're now 6-11 and 11 overall, 2-9 and nine in Jayhawk Conference play. It's uh, low-scoring affair in the women's game there last night, 57-38. I was looking at some of the shooting numbers. It was not pretty. CCC shot just 27% from the floor, only took four free throws, one of four from the foul line. That's unbelievable. Um and really got out got outworked on the glass, forty four twenty seven. That was another tough one last night as Coffeeville wins fifty seven thirty eight.
0: Yeah, you almost you watch a lot of this game if you if you cut off every possession right as the shot went up. Uh, you you'd think that Colby dominated this one. They played really hard defense, moved the ball fairly well, and they just could not buy a bucket. They couldn't put the ball in the basket, and a lot of that was Sofia Lopez was maybe the only one on this team consistently willing to drive inside against a good interior defense from the Red Ravens. But the defense from the Trojans, particularly down low, Sheila Lee and Camille brito brenz played incredible inspired defense against some very good post players. For Coffeeville, they also contested just about every outside shot against a very excellent outside shooting team in the Red Ravens, and it was just time and time again they they couldn't put the ball in the basket. They they played 99% of this game super well, and the shots just would not fall for them. 57-38,
1: 57-38, the final CCC women now, 5-11 overall, uh, 1-10 in conference play after the loss last night to Coffeeville. Colby up next, they are at Barton. Ooh, a tough place to play on Saturday. Very tough place to play. Cool arena, but a tough place to play, uh, especially in the Jayhawk Conference. Uh, Northwest Tech women, they lost again as well, 87-77, a very high-scoring affair. Both teams shot close to 40% from the floor. Both teams hit at least seven threes. Um... But here were two big stats. Serena Lee came off the bench, 30 points for her, which was huge. But when you calculated the fact that Pratt went to the line 40 times and made 32 free throws, that's a lot. And Princess Anderson was, this was her final stat line, 43 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 10 of 22 from the floor, 3 of 7 from 3, and 20 of 23 from the foul line. Princess Anderson owned oh Northwest God. Tech last night, 87-77, <laughs> and a very high-scoring affair. The 77 points was a Jayhawk conference high for Northwest Tech last night. It didn't matter. They could not stop Princess Anderson, uh, who's an all-league caliber player for Pratt Community College. And so, uh, unfortunately, for the Northwest Tech women, uh, they are now 1-14 overall. They've lost 12 in a row and still looking for that first conference win. All right, let's take a quick break, come back, wrap the show with some final thoughts in the walk-off next. This is the Blitz.